Um, hello, everyone. Um, my name is Salal. I'm co-founder and um, CEO of AdSkid. So um, welcome to another episode of AdSkid's podcast series, um, Impressions and Chai. Um, our topic for today is um, the creator economy, its growth, and how um, AI plays a role in, role in it. Um, so for, for our guest today, we have um, Shana McLean. Um, Shana is the Director of Brand Strategy and Influencer Marketing at Rainbow Apparel. At Rainbow, Shana with her team is responsible for brands, social media strategy and influencer marketing. Um, she is extremely bullish on the creator economy, influencer marketing, and has um, interesting viewpoints on why the creator economy will have a significant influence on a, on a brand's marketing strategy in the future. So, and before before Rainbow, Shayna worked in a variety of different social media and marketing roles at leading companies, um, including Landry's and Avon. Shayna, um, welcome to Impressions and Chai, um, Adskets podcast series. Uh, series. Uh, we're excited to have you here. Hi, thank you so much. I'm so, so excited to join and talk about this incredible industry that honestly has probably changed Five million times within that int- that amazing intro that you did. So thank you so much again for having me on today. No, thank you. It's 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 our pleasure. Um, so with that, let's just uh, let's just dive in. Um, so the, my first question really is is more sort of a comment than a question. And then, you know, I typically research our guests before before they come on the podcast, and I was I was doing so with you as well. So a, a few days ago, you had shared a LinkedIn post um, that referred to an insider article. And um, there's a line from that article that that I'm going to quote again here um, on the podcast, which says, and it goes like this, creators are breaking barriers by entering mainstream entertainment. Um, They're launching their own startups and becoming full-fledged media companies. Um, The article also mentions that the creator economy um, is on track to becoming a $250 billion market. Um, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, you know, it's it's so interesting, um, having been in this industry for a little over 10 years now, how much it's shifted and changed. And, you know, for me, I know that the hottest buzzwords even five years ago was everyone was trying to be an influencer. Everyone was trying to build up their brand as an influencer and get these big brand deals. But you know, coming out of the pandemic, what we saw was this shift in everyday people starting to create content because they were home and they didn't have anything else to do. And they were like, hey, I'm going to pick up a camera and either start making videos or start doing photography. And from that really birthed what we now call is the creator economy. And I have seen just, I honestly would say in the last year alone, a lot of brand strategies start to either shift from influencer to creator marketing or brands starting to build in creator budgets um, to really build out their brand messaging. So, you know, for me, when I'm working with creators, I am exactly what this article on Insider said, you know, I'm seeing them, a lot of them have started their own agencies. A lot of them are managing, creators are managing influencers. It's wild. And I've also really started to see creators think outside of just the content creation space and think about how they can get 
residual income in terms of doing affiliate marketing, in terms of launching their own creator courses, how to become a creator, how to negotiate brand deals, um, you know, and also partnering with other creators or influencers in the space to launch like side businesses. So, you know, that, that number that was quoted, the $250 billion, I completely agree. And I see that just continuing to increase in the next year as brands start to rethink, rethink their brand strategy and think about how they can show up more authentically. And, and to me, you know, working with creators is going to give them the flexibility and be the leverage that they have to do that. Okay. No, that's, I think that's, that's, that's spot on. Um, just for, for our listeners who might be new to the concept of influencer marketing and, and um, creators, content creators, um, could you help uh, sort of elaborate wh- wh- who would you classify as an influencer and who would you classify as a content creator? And what are some of the one or two points uh, or one or two key points that are distinguishing or different between uh, someone who is an influencer versus someone who is a who is a creator? Yeah, I think that's a great question. And honestly, something that comes up internally for my C-suite team a lot. It's how are we differentiating who we're working with? And what kind of goals can we expect? What are the KPIs? So you know, and I always say that you can ask 10 different marketers, you will get 10 different answers. But I think this is the one thing that we all agree on is how we identify influencer versus creator. And, you know, for me, that's really, when I say I need to work with an influencer, I want to hire an influencer for this campaign. I'm looking for that influencer, not only to drive brand awareness, right? Because let's be honest, influencer marketing is not a short form game. It's a full funnel, right? So there needs to be that brand awareness, that intent, the consideration, and then the end goal, which is the purchase, right? So I'm like, okay, can this person sell? Can this person influence their audience to take an interest in my brand, to click on a link, to come to my website, to want to purchase my product? If that person can't, but they create beautiful content, I'm like, okay, this person is a great content creator. They're a great storyteller. They would be great to help me push out my brand messaging on that more of that UGC side. So then I will work with them as a content creator. And though, you know, that really is the, the biggest difference. And I also too, you know, I talk, talk about a, a lot about this on TikTok and I really encourage these new people coming into influencer marketing or creator marketing. I say, really think about your strength. Are you selling or are you telling a great story and creating beautiful content? Because that'll also help them figure out which path to take and how to market themselves. And that will also help brands understand how they can best partner with that person. Because if I go to a creator and I'm expecting influencer results, it's just not going to happen. But if I go to a creator and I'm expecting them just to create a beautiful piece of content that I can repurpose on my channels, right? So be it email marketing, be it the website, be it my social media channels, then I'm going to have a lot more success with that person. Makes sense. Makes sense. Perfect. I think, I think you, you, you outlined that difference, difference clearly, at least I'm clear now. I personally was confused about, you know, uh, Typically, I would use the term interchangeably, but that's not the case. They are two different professionals with clearly two different uh, KPIs, if you will, 
um, as it relates to 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 a brand. Um, now, moving on um, or building on top of that, which brings to my second question, which is there are so many creators across different types of content, different channels. Um, how does a brand know which creators are right for them and which creators are not? Um, basically, as the spend on, I would I'll I'll say collectively on influencer marketing and content creators increase. How can brands start approaching this combined function, if you will, of influencer marketing in a more or content creation, if you will, in a more structured way um, to 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 get the best results? Like, what are some of the things that you would recommend a brand who's just getting started with? with this, this strategy? Well, I think it it comes down to their approach, right? So they have to figure out what is what is my goal, right? Is my goal brand awareness, right? Because at the very starting point of getting your brand out there, everything you do is gonna be driven by awareness. So you're going to wanna work with influencers on a higher scale for awareness, and you're gonna wanna work with creators on a smaller scale for content purposes. Um, so how we really look at who's gonna work well or what platform, again, it just depends on what the campaign is. It depends on what the goals are and it depends on the platform, right? So for TikTok, I will probably activate an influencer either for an educational piece on a product or some entertainment piece because we treat TikTok, that experience, differently than we treat Instagram. I know a lot of people go to Instagram for aspirational content and beautiful content and beautiful video and photo. Whereas if I need to unwind and I want to have a laugh or I want to just see something that's going to take me out of my day to day, I'm going to be scrolling on TikTok for hours and hours and hours, just looking at, you know, different pieces of content and really utilizing the discovery tool as well on TikTok. So you know, that that's also how I would differentiate the platforms where TikTok, I want to have fun. I want to laugh. Instagram, I want to see someone that I want to necessarily emulate, but it's more aspirational content. So I think that you can activate on both with both influencers and content creators, but you have to have different strategy execution for that, right? Because they're, they're different goals, they're different platforms. Um, so again, I would say it all just comes down to what is the goal is it's, and when you're starting out, it's always going to be brand awareness, but you're going to have to do it for the long game, right? Nothing's going to happen overnight. So it's going to take a little while to build that up, test out, get your learnings and then tweak, always tweaking and refining your plan as you go along. Perfect. Perfect. Um, I think that's, those are all good points. Um, Let's let's talk a little bit about the omnipresent topic of AI. Um, no, I knew that was going to come up. <laughs> and and you know, tools like ChatGPT um, was like ChatGPT was released last year in November. It has barely been six months since it has um, released, and it has honestly exploded. Like there, there hasn't been a day where I haven't read about ChatGPT in the media or in newspapers. Um, also, you have similar AI-based platforms, uh, right? Uh, like Midjourney, Dali, GPT-4, which are now starting to get into um, uh, more return and image content. But and I think 
although not so much in video yet, but I'm sure you know it's a, it's a matter of time now before these tools start to enable video content creation seamlessly as well. Do you think this will have an effect on on the creator economy? Oh, God, that's such a good question. So I don't know if you saw, but there was like a lot of buzz going around like maybe two weeks ago. So this musician had used an AI tool to create a fake track between like Kanye West and Rihanna or something like that. And everyone thought it was a new release, right? It was Kanye and somebody. Everyone's like, oh my God, Kanye dropped new music going crazy only when the music label got a hold of it and sent him like a cease and desist did he say just kidding i actually created this with ai (laughs) which was insane i'm like how are so you know it's doing it in the music industry it's you know i know that they're already using it in you know they've been using ai obviously in movies but they're using it more so with actors now to either like de-age them or to put them in like different elements so you know for like for me I, like ai chat gpt honestly like it fascinates me but it like makes me pause cuz yeah I'm like how is this going to affect how creators think about content and you know, I have a friend who did an A-B test and she took an ad that she had AI write, right? So she worked on ChatGPT. She's like, all right, I'm going to have them write a whole ad for me. And I'm going to use this ad description in like five videos. And then I'm just going to write my ad copy and test it. And actually the human ad copy outperformed the ChatGPT copy hand over fist. So while the technology is here and people are definitely making incredible use of it, I don't think that in the near future, and by near future, I mean like within the next year or two, I don't see it replacing creators because here's the thing. Creators and 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 real like we're they're able to offer something that AI just cannot and ChatGPT just cannot and eventually will be able to offer. I don't doubt that. But that human connection, that relatability, that I know this person, I relate to them. Um, and I think that we're going to start to see more integration of AI and ChatGPT in the creator and influencer economy. But it has yet to be determined what that exactly looks like because there are AI influencers. In Japan and China, there's a handful of AI influencers that are selling product and working with brands and doing virtual concerts where they're beamed in like it's it's bananas it's wild and it's doing well but i still think it's such a niche market that we're still a few years away from it like replacing anything and something else that i recently was was reading was someone someone had written an article that you know, chat GPT, it's not going to re- necessarily replace jobs, but what it will do is force people to develop a new skill set where they know how to best utilize the tool, right? So I could be an amazing marketer, but if I don't know how to correctly prompt chat GPT to, to build out a strategy for me, I might be out the door. Whereas my neighbor who knows how to ask the right questions, but doesn't really have the knowledge 
just as a, can just get that information in such a way, they might get my job, right? So I, I don't know. I think we're years away from that. Um, but it's it's something that I have my eye on. Um, but I'm I'm going to turn that question back around on you. What are like What have you seen? Like, what are your thoughts? What have you seen? What have you been hearing on your side of things? So I think I think you put it you put it very well. And and the two two elements that I would like to highlight is first is um the human connection piece. Um yeah. and 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 the parallel that I will draw is like you know when the pandemic hit, everything went virtual, and people thought it'll be virtual for the future. But honestly, you know, we, we miss, we as human miss that natural connection, that yeah. natural interaction. And that, you know, AIs will try, and by nature, that natural connection is imperfect, right? I mean, right. every human is, is different. And for yeah. that natural element to come out as it should be, I don't think that can be emulated clearly by an AI. AI will try to perfect. agree. So that's that's my thought on it. And, you know, um, in the end, no matter what, we would at least again, this is an opinion and I I don't know how it will affect. But I personally believe that people will resonate more to elements that are more human, at least from a longevity perspective and and stick on to that. Um, So that's that's my opinion on it. Um, in, In regards to the your second piece about how AI will affect jobs i think again i totally agree with you i don't think they will replace existing jobs but um they they will be the ai will be a good tool to do your job better and it will it will force i think people to acquire ai as a skill set um in in not just marketing but a variety of different function because i believe when you are empowered with ai you will be able to do your job faster, better, quicker. So um, it, it will be an important skill set for, for people to start picking up um, um, in, in the near future. Again, it's not a replacement. I would say it's, it's, a, it's a good tool to have in your toolbox um, as, you, as you navigate your, your career growth. So, so the, the question really was, right, like, you know, you have AI tools that are now only going to give a boost to, to content creators, um, which means um, there's this new opportunity here for both um, content creators as well as marketers that AI is creating. Um, so the question is, do you think this will create a, a new category of jobs for marketers? And, and how can marketers um, start and grow in this space of content creators um, and influencers, and less so less so from an AI's perspective, but more so from this content creator influencer function that is that is you know exploding. Um, I'm just curious about how where, whether they'll see oh, because you know marketers went from dealing with your traditional linear TV and print to digital, then they more moved from you know you had now social media marketers. And now there is this new element that's coming into the picture, which is influencer and content creators, um, which I, I really believe that will open up a lot more opportunities in the marketing function. Would love to would love to hear your thoughts. Yeah, on that. absolutely. Honestly, like I couldn't agree more. I think that there is definitely going to be a new vertical in terms of marketers working the AI tool to identify influencers and creators. But I also think 
that there is still going to be the need for us as the traditional marketer where we're hand selecting people and figuring out, you know, why the campaign is working well or the type of person that we want to work with. Um, so I would say it just starts with, it, it starts with a couple of things. It starts with testing everything, right? And then testing some more, right? And not being afraid to explore new platforms. And the next thing is just staying curious and constantly building your knowledge library, right? Signing up for all the newsletters, attending webinars, just constantly educating yourself on the new technology, on the new tools, on new data points to take into consideration. Because like I said at the beginning of our chat, this industry is changing constantly and it's, you know, without that continued curiosity to learn how to adapt with it, our industry wouldn't be here, right? Because we're always growing and we're always building upon what we've already learned in the past and trying to make it better and trying to evolve it. So I absolutely see this need for, you know, some type of AI support but also having that just like you, like we said, like that human to human connection. So test and learn, start small, be curious and evolve, right? Because something that worked today might not work three months from now. So that's why it's so important to, to constantly change your strategy, um, constantly look to see how you can improve it and change it. And I think AI can be a really great support and helping us more quickly identify things that are working and not working. Perfect. Perfect. It's, it's I, I'm really excited to see where this, where this whole, whole content creator economy and, and influencer marketing is, is headed. Um, so with that, that really brings me to, um, to the end of this, this podcast, um, Shana. So thank you so much again for for your time here um uh, we really appreciate it um you know if you have any follow-up questions uh, or if you hear any questions from the listeners we'll, we'll definitely reach out to you but but thanks again for taking the time to speak with us today um here on our podcast absolutely thank you, thank you so much